Buenas noches. Welcome back to another episode of the VPN Podcast, your favorite podcast in the world. I'm here with the homie Rooster. Um, introduce yourself. What up, man? It's Rooster BTV right here, Tucsonian out here in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, thank you for having me, Thavo. This is dope. Thank you for doing this, homie. Mm-hmm. You want to plug in your uh, social medias? Uh, yeah, it's uh, Rooster BTV on Instagram and Rooster BTV on uh, YouTube. Go so follow the homie. Yeah. You know, he's doing <clears throat> some great work out there. And were you born in Tucson? Born and raised, yep. 1985. Damn. Yeah. So you're a year younger than I am. I was okay. 86. A year right. older, sorry. All right. A year older, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, When's your birthday? I don't tell my people my I'll tell you <laughs> off camera. I told it, it's uh 86, but I don't disclose. All right. No one knows my birthday. The <laughs> only person that knows my birthday is my ex-wife. Damn. That's about it. Um <laughs> He's a uh amazing amazing street artist. I've I've, I've witnessed his work in his garage, pictures he's shown me throughout town and uh what got you into graffiti uh shit it started uh i gotta say like around 1998 i met this uh it was a good family friend uh jesse fuck i forget his last name but jesse he used to tag laps and he ended up he was a pretty tr- uh, troubled teenager so my mom and dad took him while well, my dad took him in had him do miscellaneous work around a our house and stuff so one day he picked up some cans and we went to the little ditch and this in the desert like the boonies he found a little piece of wood and then he tagged laps i remember it was a a blue field with a yellow outline and i was like just that literally i was like and he gave me the can he let me fuck around a little bit so that was like i say 1998 how old were you oh shit i would have been what like 13 maybe Damn. Yeah, because I was, yeah, 15 was 2000. That's when my dad died, and then that's when graffiti kind of really picked up for me because my dad passed away July 19th. He actually passed six days before my birthday because I was born July 25th. So he he died July 19th. And uh, you know how school starts like in August. Mm-hmm. So I go to, I went to Sawadita and I met, fortunately, man, I met uh, Mike Beretta. He he tagged Breeze and he was a graffiti artist, so that me and him just clicked, man, and shit. From there it was it was just it was crazy. Like the first time we went to get get cans at Walmart, he was trying to rack them. He's trying to steal them and shit. And I had money, so I was like, hey, kick back, like you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I kind of he was taking him back out of his jacket. He was like, What the <laughs> hell? I was like, I'll pay for all this. So we filled the careta, had like thirty cans of Krylon. And the only thing we did still was a little caps because the Rustos then was really like the graffiti shop was downtown and we were in Green Valley getting the cans. So so we got all the little Rusto caps. You you could get them in the automotive section. You just got to just the, the, the top of yeah, the just can. the little tip. So then they fit perfectly on the Krylon. So, yeah, man, that's is that it. is that a better tip for for how it sprays or yeah, the stock tips are more just like in, like just pretty much a little basic like the rustos they gave a little flair like you can actually and then for fills and all that it, it actually man the rustos are my shit so there is there's a science behind all of this right oh, yeah. cuz i i've been i've been 
consuming some of this uh, graffiti artist on YouTube and like the way they hold their hands, the way they hold a yep. can is different to it's every can control to to everything mm -hmm. they they if if it's just a tag it it seems like it's like second nature but if it's like an actual art piece or like a like a complicated piece where it has layers of yeah. colors and shadows and, and and sometimes even like dimensions right yeah hell yeah uh, but some of those guys or even girls girls are getting into this i yeah. I, I watched this girl I can't remember her name and she just fucking tags like like it's nothing, boom, 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 and like later she comes back and finishes it. You can yeah. see, you can see it's a different day because she's different, wearing a different type of clothes. But like she just got it started, and there was a lot of people going in and out of this tunnel. Yeah. It was like a under underpass, underpass tunnel. Yeah. And then she finished it, but it was just a black outline. At first, I was like, "What the fuck? What is that?" <laughs> yeah. And then she came back and made it like legit. Yeah. I was like, "Damn." Yeah. But like the way she was holding her can at times seemed to me like. It's something you have to learn to. You can't just like hold it up straight yeah. and be like, "I'm oh, Joe yeah. Schmo. I'm gonna put my name here." <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. You could definitely see people that have. There's a lot of like, like you said, it's it's a lot of control with the can. It took took years of learning, but man, like I said, I'm I'm 37 now, and I'm. I think it actually kind of saved me from a lot of the street shit that I was involved in because I took a big Mike Beretta. He died in 2005, I'd like to say. Uh, he got in a car accident. And, yeah, that was like... And we actually kind of got disconnected. I was kind of on the run from the law, trying to stay out of Tucson. I was in uh, right there out Fort Huachuca, I think, right there by Sierra Vista. Yep. So I was laying low out there, and then that's when I got the news. Well, it actually came out on the news, and my mom had told me, because my mom knew Mike Beretta real well, because, like I said, he would we were chilling a lot my mom would let me go pick him up he would stay the night and we would just go we would literally leave veil out there and come to tucson and just fucking paint from 10 o'clock to like the sun came up type really? shit. yeah <laughs> and i ain't gonna lie we did some fucking like some crazy shit like just fucking destroyed shit <laughs> even out there besides besides tagging yeah like tagging yeah just fucking fucking shit up you know and back then i wasn't too like now like tagging on somebody's wall or like someone's house back then that was like i, I actually like would tag garage doors and shit in alleyways but there's someone's garage even though it was in the alley is still somebody somebody's property. property so i did a lot of stupid shit like that but like i said throughout the years there's a lot of rules to graffiti like is there yeah like yeah hell yeah fuck yeah it's very there's a lot of rules to it like just even with like, there's throwies tags. You got bombs. What's a throwie? Throwies like a, like bombing, like just like kind of, uh, I would say like a main, like your main little bubble letters or whatever, something you might see right here. And then there's piecing, like what you're talking about, more intricate, like 3D dimensions. And I'm not really too big on the piecing, honestly. I'm just more of a like that's bombing, fucking tags and hand styles i love bombing that's what me and the homie beretta used to do we just go fuck shit up and bomb the shit out of fucking everywhere we can you know right there outside of broadway everywhere like we used to really get get the good roadside spots and and the thing i don't understand sometimes is like we praise this artist that do art on canvas and like we price this piece of art to be 
ridiculous amounts of money, like millions and millions of dollars for a piece of art that that some dead painter did back in their prime time. Yeah. And and I feel like graffiti has to like be looked at as art just like rap is, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's, rap is like the art of the streets, like the cry for help from the streets, mm-hmm. what's happening in the streets. Art, uh, uh, graffiti. Graffiti and hip hop are right there. Are the same. The same, was, but yeah. I think like graffiti is more criminalized because it's, it's you're damaging property. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they don't give you an avenue to where like you can express your, your artistic side properly. Yeah. It, it's part of the... It's it's part of the fun doing it because it's illegal. It was just like back in the day, you used to smoke weed and mm-hmm. it was illegal. You're like, yeah. oh fuck yeah, I got in a car with a stranger <laughs> and he was he had an AK and a fucking pit bull and all I wanted was a twenty sack. <laughs> you know, he took yeah. me around the block. But now, like you fucking go to the dispensary like a half a fruitcake. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm gonna get an ounce. Yeah. You know, like that's ex- I, for me when I did partake in that. Yeah, I haven't been to a dispensary since ever became legal yeah i don't i don't even go to the when i only reason why i was going to dispensaries when i got out of prison i got put on parole and i got a marijuana card so like i literally but i, I fuck with the streets man the black market you know but, what i'm saying and the crazy it's That's crazy good shit because like now fuck the, with the black market they say that it's booming yeah because yeah. of how much dispensaries are taxing yeah weed yeah like you could get the same amount for 30 40 dollars less yeah and sometimes even better quality because this weed is being brought out from out of state, mm-hmm. like California, California, Oregon, Colorado, right? Yeah. All these places where like weed Humble is. County. <laughs> that yeah. place is crazy, yeah. dude. That's where I get my tree. Humble County? Yeah, that's where. Yep. And then like, I feel like graffiti is obviously like that thing you're saying, like tagging someone's garage door. That's fucking, you know, that's like a young thing to do yeah. because you're dumb and naive and you don't know yeah. what you're doing. But if you want your piece to be like looked at, like me and my son, we be driving. I was like, "Did you see that new piece?" He's yeah. like, "I wasn't there." I'm like, "I know it wasn't there." <laughs> That's cool. Like you guys are like artists of the night. Yeah. And Hell you guys yeah. do this shit at night when no one's looking. Yeah. It's almost like Streets you don't want recognition yeah. from outside of the community. The community yeah. is they know they're like, "Oh yeah. shit!" You know, Rooster was up there. Yeah. Risking his life for this piece. Yeah. Because sometimes. Some of those pieces are high up there. Yeah, the freeway. I honestly, I can't say the craziest shit I've done is just up on the freeway. Like, I've never really could like. I give props to the motherfuckers on the roofs, and I'm scared of heights. <laughs> I, I'm fucking tagging, terrified of heights too. I had a tagging homie. He sent me a fucking clip, and it's like this dude freaking out because he's going like that's me right there. Like I cannot. He's going up high. I watch a motherfucker and keep pointing, but <laughs> other than that, I, I don't really like heights, so I stick to the ground. Freeway spots, like, it's been a long time since I hit a freeway. It's probably, like, fucking three years, maybe. You, my first time I saw a a graffiti piece, I live. I used to live in a town in Mexico where trains would have to stop. Mm-hmm. And, and, and uh, there was a coal mine in my town, right? Yeah. So they would load up coal, but they had to stop mm-hmm. to load up the coal. Yeah. And I would, like, walk from school... And I will have to go through the train tracks. And I will, like, just fucking lose hours on ends to, like, look at them. I'm like, yeah. how the fuck do they do this? <laughs> my my yeah. retarded mind, back in the day, thought that 
They were doing it while I was moving. <laughs> but I was like in third yeah. grade, you know, but I would yeah. look at it. I'm like, how the fuck do they have so much pain when it's moving? But like that's just and then I realized like, oh, no, dumbass. They do it while he's fucking sitting. Yeah. Standing still. Where my Nana's at right there on 22nd and uh, 22nd and Cherry Bell, you know, the mm -hmm. fucking the, the stations right there. Pacific Union. Yeah. Pacific Union. That's the that's what it's called. Yeah. Right? Pacific Union. But yeah, we just walk right up in there, and there's fucking rows and rows of trains. I actually was with the homie just not too long ago. We, I showed him a little spot right there, because like I said, I grew up right there. That's my neck of the woods. Well, I grew up in my nana's right there in the hood since I was 16. That's how long I, I started staying. She kind of saved me from a lot of shit. But yeah, the, with the graffiti shit, too, like I said, when Mike Beretta died... I was still uh I was still doing my thing but it was then that was FA too. FA is uh stands for family always. The homie Tooler Jaime, he got uh shit, I shouldn't be putting his name on blast. <laughs> 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 no, nah, but the homie, yeah, he ain't too active with it, but shit, he don't give a shit. But he there's family always, there's uh fuck all. Oh, that's kinda fucking, you know what I'm saying? It kinda goes and then uh Damn, man, shit, that's crazy. I can't even remember this. Fuck all. I'll think of it, man. But so there man. is there is clicks of, of yeah the the crews yeah the, that's what I'm saying. I was a Sawadita crew. Uh, shouts out to Cuba, man. I don't know where Cuba's at, but man, shout out to that dude. He's the the creator of FA, and that's what before Beretta had passed away. You know, he I kind of got put on by him. Like we went out bombing. He's like, we're gonna hit FA. We just hit a bunch of FA bombs. So we're kind of just getting the the crew out there, and he put me on like that. And like I said, once he passed away, like I've always kept that in my heart, man. And uh, shit, I, I stopped doing graffiti. I got I would do it off and on. Then I got involved with my gang shit, so I would go fucking just pretty much gang tags in the neighborhood and shit. So when people come right there on 36, they see that shit, and they know where they're at. So it got like that, and recently, man, 2000. 17 18 is when i actually picked up graffiti again oh so it hasn't been long no when you picked it up like all right but yeah but, but my, this is my art yeah but then too back then i'll say uh 2003 is when i really got my tag name and i stuck with it and like i said it hasn't changed still to still to this day so you know what i'm saying that's how i got to keep it original even my old my old bomb i still do it even though I came up with it when I was real young, just so when people see it, they're like they know that's an. But you're still around. Hell yeah! Is bombing, <coughs> painting over somebody else's graffiti art? No, you don't really. I, honestly, I've never disrespected anybody's shit. When you see a, there is rules to it though. Like say a little tag, like the tag you see over there in yellow. Yeah. Like say that's on a wall, real little, and I go over and I actually do a a bomb over it. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of allowed. But, like, if you throw a tag over a tag, then you're, like, just stirring shit up and starting beef. And, got it, got it, got and it. And that's why, too, with my, like I say, F.A., I still, you know, I, I'm, shit, I'm loyal to that. And they ain't really, F.A.'s not an active crew or nothing, but there's the homie Glow, man, out here. He's really, like, heavy into this shit. Super active. One of my, actually, like, I, I fuck dude with dude's work and come to find out years down the line whatever like he he was actually from fa so he got at me on social media and we we're like what he's like he's people seen the fa shit and they're like the hell you know what i'm saying and he yeah we just happened to know everybody he knew mike beretta 
He just he was like I said, he was from it. It just happened to be like yeah. Now he's doing later down the road. Mm -hmm. Now he's doing big things though. Like he's really into the. I was fortunate, man. I just met the homie Ciroc, fucking Upgo, Leak, you know, some solid ass dudes. Run into him, and it's like it's nothing but respect. And it's usually they come up to me and they'll be like, Rooster? I'll be like, yeah, what's up? You Damn, know what that's, that is... And they call me out my tag name too. I'm like, how the fuck is that motherfucker? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, And yeah. that's how it is. Like, shit, people just know because, you know, just out there being being active. and It's it's a it's a tight-knit community, you know what I'm saying? A lot of, you know, a lot of... There's some sucker shit going on, but people get exposed and end up having to fucking leave town or just drop graffiti altogether because... They get scared. Well, yeah. After that, why are you gonna want to go write when everybody's just gonna be fucking writing snitch or just blasting your shit really? out? So yeah, like shit like that. And now there's I ain't gonna say no individuals, but there was a dude I was about to go painting with him, and then I just heard some shit. And there's and people fucking ruining his canvases, like really, you know, yeah. And they're like just pretty much like I said it. So there's a code. There's a code. Obviously, oh, hell yeah. Because it, it with anything that's air codes illegal there has to be a code right the code of the mm -hmm. streets like you don't fucking talk it's like gangbanging shit though like on a more there's like some tagging shit gets real and it's just like gangbanging that's why i never i've been actually asked to like hey you want to try to get down and there's so much like i said there's politics to it like like you got to be out there you got to actually put in the work they'll tell you you got to do this much fucking you know this much fucking crew tags and it's just it's a lot to it, and you get into a crew, and you're inherent, inheriting a lot of beef. So it's something that I just stayed away from, just do my own thing solo. Do you think that that part of part of you, obviously you're getting older, maybe back in the day when you were younger, you would have probably partaken and stuff like that. That now that you view the world like crude up, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what, see, that's one thing, too, with the, just my affiliation with the neighborhood, I kind of went, like, a different route, and I was just, like, fucking wanted to be a gang member and shit, so it's, like I said, it's still, it was still there, I, if I wouldn't have been gangbanging, hell yeah, I probably would have been in one of these big crews out here, I probably would have, you know, took it that, because I was on some, like I said, I lost my pops, I was on my own, man, since I was 16, so, like, literally, I, I was... Shit, I had to learn the hard way, man. So do you think if your pops were still alive, you would not have gone that route? I think I would have definitely continued art because he, he was one of the ones like just kept my drawings and everything. He was a good artist. I seen him do a, he did like a fucking, it was for a Super Bowl. He did two helmets and I was tripping like 3D, all that shit, like with pencil type pencil. shit. I'm like, what the hell? Fucking, I, I never knew my dad really got down like that. And he would show me little shit, and he was a he was a professional welder. Like he had his craft. He was very artistic, very smart man. You know what I'm saying? He was a millionaire. He hit the lottery in '92. What? Yeah, he hit the lottery, man. So like, yeah, my my upbringing was crazy shit. Like, let's take it back a little bit. So I, in '92, I, I was living on Cardinal and Valencia, and uh, that's when my dad he went to the I think it was the AMPM. He grabbed himself like a RC or some shit. And the little fucking... Scratcher? Yeah, the not a scratcher, the Arizona lottery. The fucking little... Powerball? He got every single number on that bitch. So he got... It was like six point... I got the little paper article. My cousin, she just sent it to me. Like, not too long ago. And it talks about... I think he got like two... 2.4 million after all the taxes deducted and all that shit. They 
they taxed that shit. Mm-hmm. And he got it in one lump sum, so that was life-changing right there. That was in Carnival, Valencia, so we were kind of da- deep south right here. Yeah. And then uh, when he got that money, that's when we moved out to Vail. To the fucking boonies. Yeah, there was nothing there in the nineties. No, hey, there's still fuck. nothing out there. But yeah, like, it's 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 still grown. yeah, it's, it's grown, grown, but it's fucked. It's yeah. still you like you used wanna... to be out there, be able to go out there and shoot your guns and shit. And Not no more. Yeah. There's so yeah. many houses around yeah. there. There's, there's that's how it was though. Like target practice, all that shit in the backyard. My dad, I had like a little ranch type shit going. He, that's what the whole goals were. He had a garden. He had all kinds of shit. He was growing bud. That's how my brother inherited that. Because once he passed, my brother kept that up, and he's still doing that to this day. He so. does that legit, though, right? Like yeah, he, legit. Well, we were doing it illegally. Now he's legal, you know, but now everything's legal. So, but yeah, we've been doing this shit for a minute. I remember when I tried your brother's stuff. I was yeah. out of my mind. My brother I, I was like, God damn. He this that, year, man. He pulled that big-ass jar out of that backpack. I was like, God yeah. damn. <laughs> big, big old fucking yeah. gallon jar. I was like, God damn. That's yeah, a go lot. check out uh, Rare Kind on Instagram, man. Rare Kind. It's there a private go. account, but just send him a little request. And if you want to, this year, he's going to be Rare Kind. He's going to be coming out with some shit. He's, he's got that shit in the works. And here's the here's the, the interesting thing I found. I find people that I are doing. I find very interesting when people dedicate themselves to one thing mm-hmm. and they become really good at it. Right. When, yeah. when you master graffiti, graffiti is your. We talked outside of this podcast. You mm-hmm. said that graffiti. Sometimes I have the urge just to go paint. Fuck yeah. And that's 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 not like because you want to be doing something illegal no it's because yeah. like the, the 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 space your mind goes to when yes. you're graffitiing it, it, it is outside of like your control it's and a like, whole nother world man when you go out there what happens when you it's, paint it's fucking just like a it's a big sense of freedom man and you know what i'm saying like it's it's cool it's really fucking it's therapeutic for me like with my girl she's i've I've been out fucking so long. It's like she's like, "What the fuck? I thought you were gonna be home at this time." And oh, like, so she gives you, yeah. she gives you shit because you're, you're oh yeah, you're out there. fuck yeah. But you know, she knows what's fucking up, up some walls. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, that real shit. That's and I, I always show her what's up. She'll be like, "Okay, just be careful." I'm like, "Yeah, but it, you get lost in it and it fucking you want to go out for two hours and it turns into like seven hours and shit because it's just like." And it's cool, man. You're always, you know, like you said, you're by myself and see a lot of crazies out there. You know, people that you wouldn't think would be in particular areas. It's like, but oh, they're shit. there. And then they'll, I'll, I'll actually keep it pushing. I don't like to be painting around people. I have, you know, I've had to actually break people beers off and joints and shit. Just so they Just, leave you alone. Yeah, then the, but they'll sit there and still watch me and shit and chop it up. And I met a lot of cool street people, man, being out there and actually. And it's just a different sense of like everybody drives. You drive around the same corners, and but when you actually are out there on foot, going through all the nooks and crevices of the city, and in these tunnels, you know, dark tunnels, then and it should be like shit gets scary sometimes too. I ain't gonna lie, like you get that sense of like shit. Should I be doing this? Yeah, yeah. Well, not there's not that. Just like fuck, like ghosts and shit, like, <laughs> straight up. <laughs> I remember this one funny shit. You remember when that Momo came out? Momo. Remember Momo, that's fucking crazy ass looking Chinese doll type shit. No. The kids were all, oh man, that's a, it's an ugly ass fucking. I'll dude. look it up and I'll put it up. Yeah, Momo, man, that shit. I don't know what the fuck the kids were on it, and I was, 
I was in this tunnel and I kept picturing that. I swear to God, it fucked me up. I was like, I had to shake the spot because I was like, I felt so uneasy. I was like, damn, that shit is fucking. It scares so the, the unnatural shit out of me. scares you more. But I don't really get scared like that. I've actually pulled up on, but sometimes, like I said, I feel it in my gut. Like, God damn. Have you ever had an instance where you're like, fuck, I fucked up. These people pulled up on me. I'm I'm by myself. Oh yeah, I've actually shit, man. I've been approached a lot. And I've actually, I said, I got a gun pulled out on me on 12th of Nebraska right there. I was hitting a, a dumpster can, and these two dudes got out the, one of them had like a fucking one of those little sticks that folded out. The other dude had a pistol, so I'm like, damn. But still, like, even that shit, my dumb ass, I was a little drunk, and I was at least a good 30 yards away, and like, you got to be a really good shot from that distance. So I was like talking my shit and ready to like bob and weave if, if need be, but... Yeah, man, shit, that shit happened. But like I said, I stood my ground, told them who I was. Like, shit, you know what I'm saying? Ask yeah. about me, motherfucker. And fucking, they kept it pushing. They actually fucking went the other way, and I walked the other way. They kind of circled past me a little bit. But like I said, I just kind of, I, I avoid all that shit. I've had people fucking screech their tires, like literally put the emergency brake, try to scare the shit out of me, you know? And I'm like, I... I'll tell people, like, is this your wall? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, just come make on, sure. man. Like, yeah. And a lot of people, I've never, like I said, I've never, like, ran or nothing. Never had to run from the police, unfortunately, with painting. I've never, I'm not sloppy, really. You know, knock on wood and shit. I ran from the cops, though. But that's other instances and shit. Fucking, I put Mida through some shit. There was a good one. Uh, I, I guess I could talk about this one. I was just walking to the Circle K I'm a prohibited possessor, but certain situations, I don't have, I'm about to get my rights restored so I could actually possess a firearm legally, but this time I had this firearm on me, and I was just, I would just take it, because I was going to buy a beer, walk, walking right down the street, there's a lot of crazies out there, so I want to protect myself, crazies. yeah man, I don't want to be caught slipping, so I'm walking through the alley, and I see some hazard lights, and the cops outside the car with the flashlight. I didn't know the cops at, at the time, but they flashed the light on me, so I had to fucking run. I'm not going to get caught with this shit. And luckily, man, I fucking was fortunate enough. Like I said, I shook the spot. They knew where I went. It was either two apartments, so, and then luckily, man, my girl fucking Mida, she kept it gangster. She's like, you got, got no search warrant? You guys ain't coming in here? And they actually opened the door without even saying shit. She was like, what the fuck? Because I... Ran in there, I was like, they ain't got a search warrant, don't say shit, boom, so I'm in the, I'm hiding out, and she's right there fucking. Is this back in the day when you guys first got first together? First got together, yeah. yeah. I, I remember that spot, you don't have to say it. So oh, I'm yeah, it was I'm, so, it was hood spot, like a motherfucker, spot, dad. You know, that spot was hood. Yeah. It don't get hooder than that. The day we moved out that bitch, man, I, fuck, man, there was one of the big homies, he was right there, pistol whipping some motherfucker in the parking lot, you know, unfortunately, Axel, my son, he got to had to witness that shit. I'm like, I'm glad we're leaving this motherfucker because it was shit like that, though. The cops, they, they kept, they stayed out there till like four in the morning. The next day, I don't know how my brother had came in town. We're right there on the, we're actually smoking a blunt on the balcony and the fucking cop passes me and he's like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, I'm he, like, I know. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. Like, they knew what's up. They were just like, like, we watching you, motherfucker. But I kept myself out of trouble, like. You've been out of trouble since I've met you. Yeah, man, I got. And I met you. I got then. out of prison 2016, and I haven't. I ain't gonna lie, I did. I was fucking up, but literally 2018, I stopped everything. I stopped all the illegal activity, the street shit. You know, I stopped. Used to do a lot of crazy shit, man. That's what it. 
kind of stopped my income, slowed it up a little bit. But like I said, that a lot of the shit that I was doing is not worth my freedom. So that's why I stick to my tattooing and my art shit. It's a beautiful struggle. That's really shit. What I could say, like my art, I make money off it. People come to me for tats. Yeah, you just told me that like you sold. Some I barely buddies. started doing a uh, fucking uh the canvases. What 2018 is when I first picked up a canvas and actually painted on it. He's canvas. actually doing a piece for my podcast. Mm -hmm. So yes. when that it's releases, when that releases, we're gonna do another episode yeah. to release the, the the art. But yeah. His his type of art, I feel this type of art, I feel like it needs to be more represented, and it needs to be. Uh, yeah, yeah, we have the Van Goghs, we have the Mona Lisas, yeah, yeah, mm. but that's for people with fucking. Oh, I did declare, I drink red mm. wine at night. It's for those people. <laughs> this this, if you come from the trenches, yeah. you need to holler at him. He'll do custom work or just his artistic way of expressing a feeling. An emotion, he'll do it. Just reach out and, and see what happens. Right. I told him uh, a few things about what I want on the art, but that's and I was like, do your thing, mm -hmm. be free, fucking, you know. And it is, and it's gonna come out so dope because just phases in my life. That's where a lot of my art is like, you know, real, really like when I'm going through a lot of shit. That's when I like I, I put all that into my fucking painting. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It. Whether it's like some drips or some evil looking shit or like some, I always just throw something. So like the emotion always, part plays a lot into what you're, yeah. you're painting, right? If I'm not feeling it, like I really like with you, like it's been like over a month, but you know the whole circumstance, I've yeah, been yeah. going through a whole lot of shit. So it's like, it puts a little damper on my shit, you know, but. Well, because like you, you're processing some, some yeah. really hard emotions mm -hmm. and like, and I'm not the one to be like, yo, where am I painting at, homie? You know, I'm not like that type. I know. I, Everybody that knows me too, they know. They're like, "That's Rooster. Give him his time. He's gonna get. It's gonna be dope." Well, you <laughs> have real. to like unpack all these fucking feelings because, first of all, I give you your props because you're processing and you're giving th th this this. Uh, I don't want to sound too fucking mushy, but you're processing this this hurt that you know that came into your life unexpected. Yeah. You know, and like in order to process that, it's. Because life is still happening. You still got to go pick up the kids from school. Mm -hmm. You still got to make dinner. You still got to yes. fucking clean the house. You still got to do everything. Yep. But, and then where, where sometimes I find myself like bottling up emotions and in, 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 in situations because like my kid don't care what, that, that daddy's going through something, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, he still got to, they don't yeah. know. They don't know. And, and, and part of it is like, if I'm going through something, I don't want them to know because now I'm like, hey, you're supposed to be in control. Then yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, you if you're not in control, them. who yeah. is? And that's one thing I, I respect of my dad. I never got to, I never knew when they were, I never knew what they were going through because that's the thing that we can't show our kids. We can't show them the, like, weakness. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're the rock. Like, exactly. They got to let, even though, like I say, I put up a, like, even if I, sometimes I'll be crying low-key and the kids come in, I'm like, oh, shit. My, oh, you know what I'm saying? I hide my face. I'm like, oh, I'm just chilling. Go over there real quick. Like, I don't let them know. Like, my, don't get me wrong. My kids seen me emotional and shit. And I'm I'm a different motherfucker. Like, my dad, he never cried in front of me, in front of me never affectionate. No, I love yous. None of that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, with my kids, I'm way... Affectionate yeah, and loving. Hell yeah, I oh, kiss I know. these motherfuckers. I hug them. I'm like, shit. You know what I'm I saying? I have a 15-year-old that I talk into bed every other yeah. night <laughs> i don't talk That's to him he's like 
that. You okay? I'm like, dude, you're fucking 15. Chill out. Yeah, that's dope. You, you know, but like, I grew up with no parents. I've yeah. talked about this in the podcast. Mm-hmm. It, it, I grew up with no parents. I grew up with a great great grandma. Yeah. Right? She was born in 1909. So this lady is old school as it gets. Damn. She was getting away from Pancho Villa in yeah. the war, in the Civil War. That was the, yeah. Right? Damn. She was hiding in barns underneath fucking hay. Because Pancho Villa will come into town and take their women and rape their kids and do all this crazy shit. Pancho Villa is glorified. No shit. Yeah, like he's glorified in, in, in the in the in the sense that like, oh, you know, he fought the government for us. They gave yeah, us. A lot of people got him tatted on. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people got fucked up. Dang. Especially if you had like a little ranch and you got a couple of animals racing and a little fucking garden yeah. to sustain your family. And Pancho Villa came in. He's like, I want. All the goats, all the chickens, and all your fucking potatoes. Some bully so shit. So now, man. what do you want? Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. That's wild. I, I grew up in that sense. And then, like, I show my kids, like, uh, I, sometimes I even think, like, I show them too much love. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm like, I, I grew up with no love, and I, I'm fucked up. I'm broken. But is it because I didn't grow up with that love I needed? Yeah. Or is it because I grew up... In a harsh environment where, like, every day is about survival. It's about, like, am I going to make it to the next day? Have I eaten today? What am I going to eat today? Right? It, there was never, like, oh, my God, I'm feeling like, you know, I, I'm not being. Am, you hear the train tracks? You yeah, know where yeah. we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about, like, recognizing emotions because you're trying to survive. And now that I'm, like, settling down, I'm a little older, I realize, like, there's a lot of shit in my heart that i've never spoken about mm-hmm. that i've never had the time to be like oh, okay this is how i feel today you know because i was always in survival mode i'm like that's what you too you say you're like i'm not a fucking motivational speaker none of that but in all honesty like just soaking up game from watching your shit like i'm like damn like a lot of the shit that you say you're, you're on point with it and shit and then it you are fuck man you got me because like i've told you i haven't uploaded on my shit for it's been well my cousin ray since that shit it's been a minute i'm like fuck and then a lot of shit's happened and i'm like but you gave me a little like fucking fire i'm like damn i gotta post some shit you know what well you obviously because like it's but crazy you do, that you, you say motivate that. me like that though, it's crazy real. that you say that because when i came in and dropped off the the the, the, the stuff for the painting yeah I was like, damn, fucking Rooster's doing it, man. Like, I felt the same way about you that you felt about me. I was like, this dude is fucking, he's got a, you know, he's got this going on. He's got this going on. It made me feel like I was like, I I need to step it up, (laughs) which is good, though. Yeah, yeah. There's no fucking, there's no, there's no better feeling than motivating each other to to be better. Fuck, Right? And and I I guess in our culture, our Mexican culture, we don't, I just uploaded a, 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 a episode last week and they, they gave me so much shit for it, right? Because I'm clowning on the, on the fools that dress the same way. They're yeah. Like, oh, he's racist against his own people, blah, blah. I'm like, how is it racist? Yeah. And, and like the saying, it goes, there's, there's a, no better enemy to a Mexican or a Hispanic than another Hispanic. That's what the saying is, mm-hmm. right? But I'm not hating on anybody. I want everyone to do well. I want everybody to do to do. To figure out what they like in life. Yeah. They're, because I was at once, I was in, in at that place where I didn't know what I liked. I didn't know who I was. I didn't realize that that what I liked mattered to me. It almost seems it almost seemed to me 
that what I liked didn't matter to anyone, including myself. Like, I would do something for myself and I would feel guilty for doing it because I'm like, fuck, I don't deserve this. I don't need this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, well, I don't ever want to sound like I'm giving you, like, life advice. I'm just telling my story the best way I can. Hell yeah. You know? And, like, sometimes I might be misunderstood because I don't process, I don't speak my mind. I just talked about this, too. When I'm sober, it's so fucking hard to, like, get the feelings out. Oh, it's so man. hard. It's, yeah. like, it's almost impossible to get yeah. my feelings or my emotions out. Once I'm a little intoxicated, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I just let it out. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I've been trying not to drink on the podcast. Like, I used to fucking be like, hey, I'm yeah. gonna, I would record late at night, 2 in the morning, mm-hmm. fucking wasted, <laughs> trying to keep it together, you know? But then yeah. I was like, if I'm going to take this to the next level, where whatever the next level is, yeah, I have to, like, be okay with speaking my mind while not drunk. Mm-hmm. That's real shit. And, and it's easier said than done. Fuck yeah. Because I've, record, I've recorded episode after episode and I'm like, what the fuck did I just talk about? <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'll delete it because I'm like, this is not what I want out. Yeah. I want raw, true emotion and funny shit. Like, like if it's, if my story doesn't make you laugh in some shape or form, then what's the point? Yeah. You know, I want to, I love people laughing. That's. One thing I recognize about myself, and it's maybe because it's like I draw attention to myself in in, in laughter, right? I was always a clown. In school, mm-hmm. I was always a fucking clown, making shit up, you know, being outrageous. But when I'm sober, it's I'm like, hey, what are people going to think of you? You know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. like I'm all uptight and shit. But that's not who I am. Yeah. And people don't get to see the real me on a daily basis. Yeah. And, and... Part of it is that I probably, my childhood has to do a lot with how I am today. And I'm trying to break that cycle. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm trying to break that, like, that that mentality. They're like, oh, poor me. I've never been like, oh, poor me. Feel sorry for me. Never. Mm-hmm. It Shit is going to happen to everyone and it should happen to everyone. Fuck yeah. Because it makes you. Who you are. Who you are. Yeah. And I keep telling this to people around me. I was born perfect. There's nothing yeah. I can do. When I was born perfect. And if you have an issue with me born, being born perfect, then take it up to God. He made yeah. me this way. And people get so riled up because I say that. Yeah. Because they know I'm not perfect. Fuck yeah. <laughs> they know. I know I'm not perfect. But it's, it is part of a, a, like accepting who you are for your goods and your bads. Yeah. Like we fuck up, but that's not me. If I fuck up tomorrow... I'm going to look at it and be like, okay, what can I do better to, what can I change to not fuck up that bad again? I might fuck up again, but not that bad. Yeah. Right? And I'm not, and it took me a while to not judge myself on the past. You got to go through shit to know shit. Like, for real. Amen. You got to go through shit to know shit. And people are like, oh, you're such an old soul. No, bitch, I've been through fucking, (laughs) I've been through so much shit. I've been through hell. You know what I'm saying? And, And I don't think my story is like more hurtful than the next guy yeah there's people that think that like you couldn't walk my shoes well duh mm-hmm. you couldn't walk my shoes <laughs> bitch what are you yeah. talking about it's and not I, like your story is only 
your story. You think you're the only one that goes through shit? No, yeah. we all go through shit. Yeah. It's just how we deal with it. And this graffiti thing is very amazing to me because I know, I I don't know. I'm assuming that you have like this feeling that people are missing in their lives constantly. It's a feeling of like, I'm doing something I enjoy. I'm doing mm-hmm. something I like. I'm doing something that's fucking not everyone can do. Yeah. I'm doing something that it takes me to a place in, in, in my soul to do so. Yeah. It's not like you, like you wake up in the morning like, oh, today I'm going to go right. No, it yeah. has to. It's almost like an intrusive feeling. It just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Or or maybe you have a slow dribble like it's building, it's building, it's building. Oh yeah. And then that's how boom. I get. That's, that's how you get it. Fun. Yeah, man. That's it. I hadn't. Man, my my boy came. We just he smoked and I was like, "What you on? What you going?" He's like, "I'm gonna go paint." And then my girl, she luckily she was right here. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I looked at her and she was like, "Go." I was like, "What? <laughs> like what the fuck?" I was like, "That's dope." Like that type of shit. Cause she already knows though. Like, and I'd be out there. I'd be like, "Fuck." Like, I see all my shit buffed. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Buff like, means gotta, when, when, they, the when the city they, comes back yeah, and they, they, and, and they, they go it. through that shit. And, and there's the, spots, I, I guarantee, man, it's funny. Like, there's spots that I have, they'll they'll buff some shit and they kind of listen. I'm like, damn, does this motherfucker know me or something? Like, he <laughs> keeps my shit chilling. I'm like, fuck yeah, I got shit that's been burning for a long time. Because I see him out there. You see the trucks. <laughs> they got a bunch of fucking paint cans on the side. Oh, yeah. You're like, this fuckers are out and here. And in all the honesty, man, I'm fucking like, I'm active, but I'm not av- as active as a lot of these motherfuckers out here. Like, salute to all the fucking writers out here, man. Fucking, there's motherfuckers out here tearing shit up. But, like, like, like if it weren't for you guys, what those fucking assholes be doing right now? They don't have a job. Nah, they, yeah. right? You, it's like the Border Patrol. They're like, oh, we need to stop illegal immigration. Like, yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> Do you want a job? Do you want to get paid 75K a year to sit in a truck in the desert? Yeah. Keep illegal immigration coming. There's some old heads out there too, like in their really? 50s. Like, really? Yeah, there's OGs, man. They fucking get it. I'm like, damn. Shots out to motherfucking uh, YPN crew. Man, that's they're really active out here pushing the line. And there's some motherfuckers, some OGs, like Do I said. Do you guys have like a, like a, like a, you know, like lowriders have the, those park meets where they all fucking. Oh, yeah. Meet? Like, fuck yeah. They have, uh, they just opened up a. Uh, fuck, man. Uh, pieces it's right here in uh that's tucson it's a local graffiti shop yeah go check out pieces man they fucking damn i think it's yes yeah, so it's a, it's a graffiti it supply was, yeah, store. It, was, it was in phoenix and then they moved here to tucson so they had a little grand opening and when i went like shit everybody was right there you know what i'm saying it's dope everybody pulled up and you just get to meet everybody you know i got to like fucking you know, just barely rub shoulders with motherfuckers and just say what's up, but like, yeah, yeah. no really chopping it up, nothing, but just meeting particular people. Like Clep, when I got there, he was he he came up in the parking lot, and he's a shit from Red Eye Mob. He, that's a big Red Eye Mob is like a it's everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I think I, I don't I want to be wrong with it. I know it's all the United States, probably even out the United States. These motherfuckers go to Berlin. Really? really? Yeah, like really travel with the shit. Like Klept is one of them ones, and that's that's where there's a whole like they they travel and, and every other state. Like say you go to L.A. If I put up in L.A., you know what I'm saying? There's always writers that know writers, and you get put on, and you actually get to go paint with like 
certified ass motherfuckers is dope. There's a lot of love in it. There's actually been people that come down here to Tucson. There's a Sita. This fool's dope. He fucking uh he I had seen some shit from he when he painted. I'm like, damn, it's tight seeing people from out of state, you know, they're Do fucking Yeah, hell yeah. And they come out here. It's all love. Like it's a big like I said, it's a culture within itself. And like, man, I I appreciate it because, like I said, it saved my ass because I got out all the street shit and fucking graffiti fell back on it. Myra was tripping too. I was like, I gotta get some paint cans. She's like, What the fuck? I was like, I gotta go paint. You know, I was like, You're fuck. like that Chappelle show. Yeah, it's been, it been so long. And even when I was locked up, the homie Terror, I got to meet some writers in there and shit. I was like, Fuck. So just tagging. Period. I was like, Man, I'm gonna fucking get out and I'm gonna do that shit. So it was. So being around other artists doesn't spark the, the 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 need for you to be like, oh shit, I can do this too. Hell and yeah! I, like, does it motivate you to like? Hell yeah! Fuck yeah, it does. It's fucking always been like that. Like, other artists kind of feel that shit. I see them getting down so much. It's like, man, I gotta, I'm gonna get down too. You Dude, know? not to go off subject, but that T-shirt, he's looking at you right now. <laughs> Just so you know, he's fucking looking down. Who's that? Oh, Cheeks? Oh, hell yeah. Dude, he Right is. before this, yeah. Rest in peace to my primo Cheeks, man. That's crazy, because I just looked over and like she's like, I'm not <laughs> looking at you, homie. I'm not fucking looking at you. <laughs> I don't even know who you are. That's dope. That's tight. Um, The graffiti thing is, is, is very interesting that... So I was out there tagging his shit up. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I saw. I saw. I was like, this dude out here so, fucking... It just fucking yeah. Man. Late at night, and then you posted that meme of your girl oh, calling yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she can bark. We know. <laughs> Shouts out to my baby Mida. I love you, baby. That that girl right there has been my rock. You know what I'm saying? She's definitely fucking held me down, and my whole family acknowledges it because they see me now. I go to all the family functions and everything. Back then, I was, you know, oh. yeah, I was a black sheep. I was nowhere around. I was fucking out there fucking shit up, robbing shit. But you shit, know, being... like, <clears throat> the, the black sheep thing that, sorry to interrupt you. You're good. The black sheep is, it's an interesting term, right? Because you're like the outcast of everybody. Hell yeah. Right? But at the same thing, at the, in the same sentence, is you're the outcast of your family generation, generational trauma that you're trying to break away from. Yeah. Like I could, I gotta get away from this because that's how I always felt. Right. I have five siblings, well, four siblings. We don't have a relationship. We don't. We don't talk to each other. Yeah. I don't talk to my mom. You know, like I've heard you on some of your podcasts. Like you see your sister and you're like, look. Uh, I'm like, damn. Like, we looked yeah. at each like, other what at the Target, fuck? dude. We that's... looked at each other, and I was like, oh, cool. And we both turn away, turn away from that's the That's wild, right? Man. That is that that is that's what it is. Wild. And like sometimes, like you can't choose family. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You can't choose family. And sometimes family could be fucking shitheads. Yeah. You know, and that's you gotta accept it or move yeah. on. Hell yeah. And I moved on, and they moved on. I've had to cut ties with family members. It's hard, but sometimes it's it's, it's a must. for the best. It's for the best of, yeah. of your own. Soul. If you want to be a good person, you got to surround yourself around good people. And if some people just ain't good, you know what I'm saying? And so, some people don't accept that you are being, you're being trying to become good. Trying like, to be better. Trying to be better. Yeah. Like, fuck no. They I hate know on you that. You, yeah, you, I, I know. You're, you're a fucking shit. Yeah. You're going to fuck up again. Yeah. One of the things, I've never shared this on this podcast, but I'm going to do it right now. 
one of the words that my mother told me, she goes, I hope your kids hate you the way you hate me, and you're going to be a, war- a horrible father. Damn. That's I was when that's I cool. when my firstborn was born my my first kid was born I was 21. And seeing shit like that, you see saying that is crazy. I don't even want to say the person, but I've gotten told shit like that too. Like they just they they wish the worst, and it's like okay, now I see where I stand with you, and that's like I say, that's where you kind of evaluate and be like, yeah, I'm gonna gotta cut these people out. Like you can't have people like that in your circle. Fuck no. Hell no. And it, even try to, I've always tried to give them the benefit of the doubt. And on the mm-hmm. same bullshit, it's like, fuck it. It's a rap. Like, burnt bridge right there. That's it. Yep. And, and now I understand, like, she's probably hurting. My mom is probably hurting mm-hmm. because she didn't have the love of her parents. But she didn't realize she didn't have parents. I didn't have parents. So it was her job yeah, to, cut that, rough. to cut that cycle. She did it. You know, she was wilding. Fucking crack was big in the 80s. Yeah. You know, she was, whatever. Whatever it was. Now it's happened. And like those words have stuck with me, but in the same token have driven me to be a better dad. Right? Not because I want to prove her wrong, but I can show her I can show my kids something that was yeah. never shown to me. Yeah. You know, unconditional love and understanding and, 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 and encouragement. Um it's crazy. Having convers- I'm pretty sure you ha- like when you and one of your kids go to the store and you have conversations with one another. It's different when the whole group is there. Oh, hell yeah. Like, they open yeah. up. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, what? You know, you get surprised by the things. That's they- why I tell her it's important to take all the kids by themselves. And that way, like, you get a little bonding time. And then, like you said, you talk about shit that you would be like, damn, what the hell? Yeah. Like, it's kind of, that shit is, that's important. It's important. important. Yeah, Fuck, yeah, it's yeah. very important. And, important. Uh, we didn't mean to get too mushy, but, hey, it happens. You know what I mean? That's what happens when you have a conversation with real people. Yeah. Fucking. And like I said, just talking about mushy shit, like shit, motherfucking man. I had that rest in peace with my cousin Ray Ray. He shit last August. We're about almost going to. Oh. It's been a minute, man. It's almost fucking like coming up, climbing on. I think it was like 19 months or some shit. But he had uh, unfortunately took his life. And so like I went through that shit. And then Chacho. He, him, fucking, that was his Nino right there. Like that shit right there is, it's, it's, it's a trip, man. And him leaving was like, oh man, it's just fucking. How old was Chacho? Forty-two. He was young, man. He, I just seen him three days before he passed and shit. And like, shit's crazy, man. Hold on. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. It, it, it's, it's. But no shit, man. Fucking, <clears throat> my tata died. He was the first one. He passed away in 1999. So he's at Holy Hope Cemetery. So he's right there. And then my pops dies in 2000. Just following year and shit. So my dad's buried right next to his dad. My tata and my dad are right there. And then Ray Ray, when he died, my nana gave her plot. Her plot. So Ray's on top of my fucking tata right there. And then now Chacho... Me, my mom, and my brother discussed the whole situation. My brother's getting cremated. My mom's getting cremated. And I pretty much got kind of left with this, like... Decision? And my primo, Wero, Chacho's brother, Cheeks, man, he fucking... Wero was like, dog, he's like, he's like, you got to be with your pops. That's your spot. And I told him, I was like, shit, man. I was like, just the way shit works out, you know? Like, yeah. that shit's just like... And then now Chacho's buried right there on top of my dad. So it's like, that shit's fucking deep. Oh yeah, this it's it's 
I want to be cremated. Yeah. I don't want to be fucking. I think I I, I thought about it, man. I want to be fucking buried. Like, shit, there's other little plots right there and shit. So, I don't know. I just want to get my shit right. And just that way I can have. I just, I want to be right there in that little bunch. You know, at the end of the day. Fuck yeah. So, I got to get that all situated. Because we don't think about it. You don't want to think about it, right? You're like, fuck no. I don't want to think about my death. It has to be like, we don't, like, tomorrow's not promised. So, we got to fucking, we got to talk about that type of shit. So, people are prepared. You so, don't want to have a family out there doing car washes and yeah, busting their that, ass. Yeah. Like, that shit sucks, man. And fortunately, with Cheeks, man, there's fucking so much people came. It was the, oh, it I was saw. the best funeral ever, I fucking, man. I was like, God damn, is, yeah, that, is this a parade? Was, yeah, and some some family members, they were kind of like, oh, it's, it was like a party. But at it's, the end of the no, day, no, 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 it should be a fuck, fucking party, yeah. dude. Like, you think, like, crying and, and like, feeling so, sad and, yeah. and, 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 and like... Because it is sad that he's gone. It is sad when someone yeah. dies. It is very hard to get through someone's passing. Yeah, the way we got get down though, that's it. Like that's us. We get down. We yeah. I saw you guys had a live band and everything. I was like, Fuck he was yeah. in the back of his own truck in the bed. For of his real? Truck. That was his truck. Yeah, that was his truck that they fucking rode him and they we, they rode him through the hood right by my nana's, right there in the, off thirty six. He was right. He actually the ceremony. The church is right there in the hood. So he got the church in the hood. And when we left right there, we passed by my nana's and they stopped right there on the block, 2200 block on Tucson, right there, fucking played right there, the band in front of my fucking, it was dope, man. And from there, it was a big detour. It was like a big, it was last, his last cruise Who and shit. Who gives a fuck? It was like some Nipsey Hustle DMX shit. Like when they, you know, big people die, yeah. you drive, like, man, yeah, bro. Yeah, let him walk the streets the one last, more time. Fuck yeah, that was his last little ride. We passed by his mom's right there Dude, on I'm District and Ajo, and yeah, on Ajo. Even the cops are cool, man. I was drinking beers, smoking in front of them. We were all fucking like the cops was even cool with it. Like they were like just you know yeah, they, they knew what it was. And the band, the live band playing the whole way there was. That's crazy. And it was shit. a windy ass day. Windy as fuck. That I was, was a like, windy day not in gonna, Tucson. Yeah, I was like, ain't. I was like, this shit shut down, but. I was out there. They were out there. I was like, that shit was love like a motherfucker. The last funeral I went to, I was 14. And in Mexico, the funerals are different, right? They bring the casket to your house. Oh, no. That's how they had him. But he was yeah, at, he at was, the house? He was in my my primo, my cousin Ray Ray. We were right there. He took him to the right there to in the his spot. living room. Yep. Fuck yeah. So, he was and then the you stay in guard. You stay in yeah. guard all night. You stay with him all night. All night. Yep. Open casket, no matter yep. how they died, no matter how ha- what happens. But from a young age, I realized that death is a celebration Most for them definitely. to get into heaven or whatever yeah. they go. It's a celebration for them. Like, hey, you don't have to struggle no more. Yeah. Whatever, whatever illnesses, whatever, whatever things troubled you here on earth, it's gone. Yeah. Be free. Real shit. Take care of us. Yeah. You know, because we have to struggle. We have to fucking yeah. de- deal with stress. That's and what bullshit. my pops, he would even tell me, too, because fucking, I think it was my tata's funeral. He was like, I was crying and shit. And he was, like I said, he never hugged me or nothing. He would, like, just grab my shoulder and just grip it. Squeeze it. And fucking say some <laughs> nice shit. I was like, fuck, like, what the hell? He was like, it's okay. They're in a better place. I'm like, hell yeah, fuck. <laughs> I was like, you know what I'm saying? That was my dad, though, like. You know, he would, uh, I got, I got a couple, like, I love using shit, but he was always just riding in the truck and he would just grab my shoulder, like I said, and squeeze that shit. But part of that is because probably he, he did never, never oh, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He him, never had it. I don't even want to knock on my tata, but yeah, he but, fucking, but, he, he didn't have a good childhood. Like, well, he, he had a good fucking, he had a good childhood, but he just, 
he had to endorse some shit that I didn't. For, like, fortunately, he fucking changed that shit up. He he flipped that he, shit. He, he made. He was a good dad. Fuck yeah, my I had a good. Not affection, dad. but he was a, a great provider. Oh, a great hell dad. yeah, he was there to the fullest. Like every single day, I seen that man. My mom would make me go with him so he would come home. <laughs> I, I used to be at, I used to be at the bars and shit with this dude. Like you know. What Funny I'm that you say that. My grandma. Will Sammy go get my uncles out of the bar? Yeah. Right? He'd be like, one more game. Yeah. They'd be playing pool, yep. fucked up, right? One more beer. That's yeah. what my dad always say. One and, more beer. One and more a beer. beer over there is a fucking 40 ounces, dude. You know what I mean? Like, Kawama. Yeah. You know, but like, it's crazy. Like, the stories are very similar. Fuck yeah. Growing up, even, are you a third gener- generation Mexican? Or uh, le- like legit here? Legit. Yeah, because, well, shit, my nana and tata came illegally, my mom's mom and dad, so. So they were legal. So your dad was legal. And then, yeah. And, and then so me. you're second, second generation. Okay, yeah. Second generation, mm-hmm. which is not too apart from, like, my son is first generation Mexican-American. Oh shit! Right, yeah. I, I came oh, here. Oh yeah, what happened today? Yo, Tell shit! Him, man. Tell them what happened today, today bitches. <laughs> uh, That's dope, man. Congratulations. That's thank so you. dope. That's so. Uh, but like, the roots are so deep. The Mexican roots are so deep into like generations we come into this country trying to be better trying to provide for our families a better future better opportunities because let's be honest there's not a lot of opportunities where we come from where i come from there's no jobs and if there are they're paying you a dollar a day two dollars a day some bullshit ass oh yes mexico is we just went out to our gofo and but for her tata when her tata died they live in the trenches, like dirt floors. They don't even got doors on their shit. The bathrooms outside, outside. Type shit. Like, oh man, I was. And that's what people don't realize. It's like, humbling, like a motherfucker. Because you get you get here, you're like, oh shit, I actually, I, yeah. I'm blessed. Yeah. That I got running water. Yes. That I got a fucking fridge. You don't gotta burn your trash fucking outside. That the the trash smell in the air is like what the horrible. Fuck? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it it is not. It's fucked up. We got it good. We, we got it good, but sometimes we forget that we have it good. Sometimes we like to like, oh, you know what? My life sucks because I don't have this. I don't have that. It, it And we don't appreciate what we have because we always looking <coughs> to the next guy, what he's got. But what he's got, you don't know what he's been through. And sometimes that material shit won't even fix shit. Straight up, like it, it doesn't. <clears throat> it fucking doesn't. I became after 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 my divorce. I became very minimalist. I didn't want anything. I wouldn't even buy yeah. myself like things I needed. I'm like fuck. I don't need that. Sh-. I want to see what can I do with the least amount of stuff. That's real shit too. I'm the same way. Like with like, like shoes now and sh- little shit like hats. I'm like man. Fucking, I'd rather get some spray paint or something. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but you still got, we got to be fresh and all that mm-hmm. and buy ourselves shit. But sometimes I'm like, I don't know. I just, like, I'm not, I'm not so material. We're trying to keep now. up with, 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 with the world. And the world don't give a fuck about how we feel today. And yeah. a fucking brand, I've talked about this. A brand new pair of fucking Gucci show, sh- shoes ain't going to fucking yeah. make you a better person. <laughs> you're yeah. still a shit person. If you, even if you're all fucking decked out on, Brand new drip. Yeah. You know? It's not the clothes on the man. It's the man in the clothes. Yep. At the end of the day. And That's it's crazy because, like, 
I used to be into fashion. I'd be like, fuck mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna buy this, I'm gonna buy match this, match that. Yeah. Now I don't I wear black tees all the time, dude. Hell Nothing yeah. but black tees. But part of growing up is like realizing that like clothes is just a mask for the for the now. Yeah. But tomorrow that you already wore those fucking jeans. Yeah. The the glamour is out. The the, the <laughs> like oh the brand new jeans. Yeah. It's out. Tomorrow yeah. you gotta deal with that person that you are on the inside. Yeah. And dealing with that person on the inside sometimes is uncomfortable. Look at yourself in the mirror and be like, fuck, I fucked up. I gotta mm-hmm. own to my mistakes. I gotta fix this fucking thing. If I wanna be if I don't wanna be back in this feeling again. Yeah. And growing up in an environment where your safety is Jeopardize every other day. Even going to school, getting in a fight, getting yeah. this, getting that. It it, it 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 molds you to a person that like you shut feelings down. You you like fuck this. I'm not you know, it's like fuck all that. Yeah. Just like that. Fuck all that. If they were gonna test me, I'm gonna get tested. Hell yeah. You know, and if I'm letting if I'm letting them run me over, it's gonna continue to happen until I put my fucking fuck foot down. Yeah, you gotta I told the story before. Fourth grade, this fucking sixth grade, kid, fuck with me. Pablo Hamon, I hope you're fucking <laughs> homeless right now. <laughs> I hope you're homeless, and I hope you are. <laughs> hope you got a tent, man. I, I hope you're missing your fucking teeth, <laughs> like you're dating the tooth fairy or something. I hope you're st- strung out on drugs. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Pablo Hamon used to terrorize the fuck out of me, dude. Damn, like that. Bully me the fuck. Like, uh, every day, pull me by my backpack, take my fucking oh, lunch. Oh, hell no. Nah. Right? See, I would have been that kid, like, what's up, homie? Mess with, fuck with me. That's how I was in school. When I seen motherfuckers getting bullied, I never I never stood for that shit. And, and like, that's that's crazy you talk about that shit. Cause but this motherfucker was a sixth grader and tall as fuck. That's tall. what I'm saying. That right? Tall like, as fuck, yeah. right? Everybody was scared. Nobody did anything to Pablo Hamon. Nobody. <laughs> fuck that shit. Right? So one day I went to my grandma's she shed, <laughs> and I grabbed a fucking electrical <laughs> screwdriver. Ooh. Wintertime. And this fucker was like this long, dude. And I stuffed it into my fucking what jacket. What the fuck? And I went to school like that. Oh, hell no. And they would lay you out lunch. <laughs> To the cafeteria by <laughs> grades, right? So by the time the first grade got done, we were barely getting onto the fucking cafeteria door, right? And sixth grader comes right behind us, fifth and sixth, but Pablo will see me and he would pretend he was a fourth grader. So he would take me out of my spot, not this time. He came, I was wearing a red hoodie, and I felt the fucking touch on my backpack about to, he was about on my shoulder about to pull me. And as he pulled me, I pulled it out, and I grabbed it by the metal. Oh, hell So I hit no. him with the handle like 17 times or oh, six times, some shit like that. What and I cracked the his fucking, fuck? I cracked his, his eyele- uh, eyebrow all the way back here. Whoa. And he didn't went down. He was just shocked that, like, I reacted. And, like, Whoa. and then as, as they're pulling us, now they want to pull us apart. He's been fucking with me all year long. Damn. Right? Fucking with me all year long. No one said anything. Now that I fucking whacked him, wow. they pulled us apart. And he, he stood up and he's like, I'm going to wait for you after school. Wow. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I don't have the fucking screwdriver no more. But oh, I got shit. expelled that day. Damn. I bet. But that was the last. Fuck. I will have to walk through his fucking neighborhood to go to school. Damn. And later on, I became really good friends with a sister that got cancer. No one would oh, talk to this shit. girl. Nobody, dude. Nobody, because she was bald. Damn. Right? And I befriended her. 
and we became really good friends. Later on, she passed away once we got into uh, middle school. She passed away, but like after that, he never fucked with me. No one fucked with me after that. They thought I was crazy. Nobody even played with me. They're like, this dude's crazy. Oh, uh, hell. Fucking bullying is a bitch. No, hell yeah. You know, and that was the first time I got bullied in the last time. Yeah, see, I, I, the first, that's why, yeah, I, shit, I nipped that shit. I, I grew up with bullies. My cousins, man, Freddie, Greg, oh, man, it's my cousin Lola. They, we all grew up real, you know what I'm saying? Talking shit, fucking getting made fun of, roasting each other, getting fucking smacked, getting hit. My Tata Oki used to fucking give me Charlie horses in my leg and shit. Like, <laughs> we just grew up real rough like that. But, yeah, man, that shit, a good one of mine is, because I went to high school for, I dropped out, like, instantly, right away, pretty much. I went to, like, three months of my ninth grade, and that was it. I was fucking in the streets and shit. Got a job, did all, the, did all that shit. But there was this dude, Eric Willard, fucking all-state wrestler and shit and like you were saying this fool's big as shit and he got to wolf in his mouth you know i'm talking shit and i was always i would always snap back to him like what's up motherfucker like always trying to he was like how you think you're fucking tough whatever whoop de whoop and he had said some shit about my mom she was in the hospital at the time so it was all bad like i was like my, my dad just fucking died so you unloaded like, on this motherfucker. Hell yeah, I was like, man, and it's fucked up. The homie Cholo, man, he was like, I got you, dog, because he's pretty stocky and shit. He was like, I got you, because I told him what I was going to do. I was like, because he said, like, fuck your mom or something. And I was like, all right, I all got right. you, motherfucker. So next time I had a Bic lighter, just like a Bic lighter, I had it in my fist. So I'm fucking just clenching that shit the whole period. Didn't do no work, nothing. The fucking bell rang. I fucking go out. And I, I catch this motherfucker going down the hallway, and he's going down some stairs. So I get behind him, and, like, he looks at me, and he starts, he was going to say some shit. And at first, I try to push him down the stairs. So he, like, grabbed the rail. And then, like, I hit him in the mouth, and I pushed him. Because I remember I did. I got one lick, and I hit him good in his fucking mouth and shit. So I hit him, and, uh... Try to push him. He he like caught me. Like I said, all state wrestler. He puts me in the headlock, beats the shit out of me. Like the homie Cholo that said he was gonna have my back didn't have my back, motherfucker. Oh shit! I, mean, <laughs> I got love for you, Cholo. But Cholo, fucking, you fucked up. Yeah, you that. fucked up, Cholo. And the homie Mike Beretta that passed away. Oh man, fucking. If Mike would have been there, the little homie Breeze. He, yeah, we would have been on him. Like oh man, he was so mad that he wasn't there. That shit's fucked up. But yeah, like I said, the sheriffs, all that we fucking get. Like I, I I looked fucked up. I was so fucked up. He beat me bad, and I didn't. I, he kept telling me, "You done? You done?" I'm like, "Fuck!" fuck I no. kept talking shit. He did. I was like, he he's like saying he was gonna knock me out. I'm like motherfucker, knock. Like you ain't doing shit. I'm still up, bitch. So we we just kept back and forth, and the teachers and the fucking like I said, the police was like there already on the campus, I guess. But we got hemmed up real quick, and then uh, yeah, man, I I fucking <laughs> I get out of school. I don't know how my brother, because I had cousins that went to that same school and shit, so I don't know how the fuck my brother finds out. He's, like, literally right there waiting for me in the school, in the fucking, he's right there. He's like, where's this motherfucker at? So really? I'm like, shit. So we fucking hunt down his bus and shit. We see him get on the bus. We had followed him and shit, and he never got off the bus. He was all scary and shit, but, yeah, that's yeah. a long story. But that motherfucker, oh, man. There's more to that shit. It's funny because the homies ran into him and he he caught a lot of smoke for just fucking with me. 
I was like, yeah, motherfucker, you fucked with the wrong. Like, he tried to, he, like I said, he was on that bully shit. He would do it to everybody. And yeah, because he, he's got a skill that no one does. <laughs> yeah, right? but, yeah, he was big. And I, I didn't, like I said, that shit was out the window with me. I was like, man, I got cousins that are bigger than you. We about to get down. Fuck yeah, yeah. The, 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 the way I was, that was the only thing I remember from, like. That's wild, though. You cracked that motherfucker with a drill with a bit, screwdriver. A, a screwdriver? Yeah. Fucking shit, dude. I was, I was just. You know, and growing up, I was the only kid in the household. The only one. Everybody, my uncles are all 20, 25, oh, shit. 27. My aunts were 30s. You know, I was the only child. You have a big family? Well, yeah, but no kids. No kids? Remember, my, my grandma oh. took me in when she was 86. Oh, I was born in 86. Shit. She was 86. Damn. Right? So I was the last of the run. Whoa. Right? So I grew up basically by myself with yeah. a bunch of adults. And adults don't give a fuck about kids if then it's not your own. Yeah. Right? Especially back then, it's more like. <laughs> yeah, like I would see my uncle fuck with all the yeah. girls in the neighborhood. He was bringing them yeah. home when my grandma wasn't there. He'd be like, shut up. I'm like, oh, I'm telling grandma. He's like, I'll give you some money. I'm like, okay. You know? Shit like that. But. And I think that's because, like, that's why I grew up the way I did, right? Because I grew up a bunch of grown up, grown ass people. Like, they would send me to the store to get cigarettes, fucking beer, and they knew it was for them, so they would just sell it to me. Yeah. So, like, fucking 10, 12 years old, buying cigarettes and beer, you know? It, it was crazy. The first time I saw my uncle do coke. Fuck. It was crazy, because we were driving, and he's driving an 18-wheeler, and then he's like, hey, look away, and he opens his bag up, and, like, in the reflection, I could kind of see what he's doing, <laughs> but not, my, yeah. I was 13, I, I couldn't comprehend what he was doing. And I just hear like fucking six big ass sniffs, <laughs> right? And he's like, and he's like wrapping it, putting it back in his jacket. He's like, you can look now. I'm like, okay. And then he's fucking oh, blah, 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 talking a mile a minute. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking whacked out of his mind. And then later on, I found out I was like, oh, that's coke. Yep. You know? Yeah, my family, shit. I come from a family. It's us. That's us down here, shit. Motherfuckers party and it. My pops, man, he was a trip. He was. And get this. People's like, oh, you never tried Coke? Not once. No shit? Never what once. Never tried crack, never tried acid. Oh, man. Never tried anything other than weed. That's about it. My Weed was like the only thing that I knew that I loved. I was like, this shit is delicious. Nice. This is the, this is the ticket home. I don't yep. need nothing else. Even if when I was heavily smoking, I never drank. Nice. I was smoking, chill yeah. the fuck out. Yeah, that's my shit is bud, but I, I've tried everything, man. Fuck People are like, you should try acid. I'm like, no, I want to try ayahuasca. Ooh. I want to go into Damn. the deeps of my brain and see what happens. I do want to try it. That's crazy. Ayahuasca, that's like a... I got in contact with some people, but like, it's fucking not I got cheap. My, my cousin got that, uh, that fucking, the toad venom shit. The little, yeah, he'll Five fucking... Five-M-E-O? The, yeah, the DMT, DMT shit or yeah, like, yeah. He tried to get me on that. My brother, we were big on acid. That shit. The first time I did acid was shit, man. I gotta say, I was like twelve, thirteen. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I was doing at twelve? When it rained, I would fucking eat dirt. I'd be like, oh, it smells so good. You know that <laughs> yeah. that wet dirt smell? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Come fuck. to find out, I was fucking low on iron. <laughs> After all those beans my grandma made, <laughs> I was still low on iron. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah fuck. I didn't try weed till... It's crazy. A couple of my uncles were butt smugglers. Oh, shit. Right? 
I've seen rooms filled with bud. Oh, yeah. That Mexican brick wall, yeah. brick w- weed, right? I've yeah. seen fucking a fucking garage filled yeah. to the top. That's my first, my, my pops one time. He's like, come on, y'all got to help me. And we go in there and we bust down 300 pounds real quick. Like it's nothing yeah, on that like, brown tape. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. brown tape. <laughs> right? So. That's tight. Never tried it once. I come to the U.S., I get handed a cigarette. And I used to be a cigarette smoker back in Mexico. Yeah. Right? I'm 15 and I took a fucking, I was like, this is not cigarette. <laughs> and then I got on the on the bus and I was like, wow, why is everything so fucking fluffy right now? <laughs> Everything's cool. Everything's fucking. And I felt like my feet were growing, and I got was getting oh, taller. Shit. I was like, "What the fuck?" You know, that was the first time I tried it. That's and then tight. I went on a little bender for like a year and a half, and then I realized, like, oh, if I if I'm gonna learn English, I need to stop smoking because <laughs> I didn't speak English then. Yeah. If I'm if I'm gonna learn English, I need to stop smoking. Well, how, what age was this? Fifteen. Damn. Okay. Shit. So lately, I I didn't learn English to like two years in. Damn. A year and a half. I was. I knew what they were saying about a year and a half in, but I was scared to speak. That's I was like, crazy. fuck that shit. I will uh, read. I will get high, right? And like, I always found reading interesting. So I would buy the old day newspaper for 25 cents at the quick mark right there on Park in Valencia. <laughs> you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Yeah. Next to car wash. Yeah. I would buy a Starbucks cold coffee and a 25 cent old, a 25 cent newspaper. Damn. And I would read it. If I didn't understand what they were saying, I would highlight it and look it up in the dictionary. For those of you who don't know, yeah. there was no internet back then. Yep. If there was, no one had it. So I would look it up in the dictionary, a translation dictionary. And that's how I learned. Damn. Through that and rap music. Yeah. That's tight. Then I realized that rap music is just slang for a lot of things. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I learned the wrong language. What the fuck? And then Uh, I was like, okay. Then I applied myself. I started reading books and like, like actually like trying to understand the language. And I still haven't mastered. I think I'm like at 65, 70% at times. But sometimes I struggle with pronunciation. Yeah. You know, but it, it is what it is. I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, I'm not going to do. Everybody gives me shit like, oh, so you're you're so Mexican. You do your podcast on English. I'm like, dude, what? Did, I'm trying to master this fucking language. Yeah. You want me to do it in Spanish? No, I don't think so. <laughs> that was the first time I tried, but. And then I gave it up for like 12 years. Damn. Shit. I went to California one summer and it was legal there. And that was a wrap. Damn. I got high with fucking something called Blue Dream and oh. Green Crack. Oh, shit. Yeah, Blue Dream is good. Green Crack also. That's some good shit. I Hybrids. Bought, I bought two blunts. Three blunts. The other one, I remember what it was. I smoked it in the car, grabbed the burrito, <laughs> and I went inside the beach and I couldn't fucking move. <laughs> I couldn't fucking. I was like, what is going on right now? That was the first time. And then I did it for a couple years after that. And then I stopped. I haven't done it since 2019. Damn. 2019. Right before the pandemic, too. Shit, man. When the pandemic hit, I'm like, fuck, I made a grave mistake. I got to go back. <laughs> I got to go back to the weed. But I didn't. And I, I don't think I'm ready yet. Yeah, I have shit, man. Because I, I found myself abusing it. So I abused the shit out of it. But I, I wasn't comfortable I abusing was, it because yeah. I felt... Because you can control it better than I can. Yeah. I can't function. I got to be high. I can't function. Everything. 
<laughs> I get high and I'm like, okay, well, what are we gonna do right now? <laughs> well, you gotta go to work, bitch. <laughs> I can't go Even to work. Even when I did was a work, like I was a workaholic. I was fucking just. I was the managers. I man, numerous times, like, what the fuck, just smelling and shit, like. Shit. Oh, I know a couple people I was, that I work with that like. They they smoke on premises, but yeah. I'm not gonna say no names. <laughs> but I can smell it like that mm-hmm. that that nose it's never goes strong, away from yeah. you. Like just a little. I'm like, oh, it smells like weed in here. Yeah. You know, but I'm like, well, as long as they don't get caught, I'm good. Yeah. But and now it's legal. Now it's changed the whole shit, man. It it's does. Fuck, it has yeah. changed the whole thing. I walk down Ford smoking and shit. No fucking, one gives a fuck. Hell no. Fucking, it's cool. Well, listen, guys, it was a great fucking episode. Anything else you wanna? No, man. Shit, this was cool. Oh, shit, I appreciate it. We should it. do this again. Hell yeah, most definitely. All right, babies. Yep. Listen, this ain't your army, so stay blessed, stay up. Yep. Peace. Much love.